The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back on this Tuesday as we take a few minutes out of our day uh, to look into the word of God. This week I'm actually out of the office um, we are on taking some days time off for our 25th anniversary and some vacation time. And so we'll be out of the office. I'm trying to pre-record enough of these to hopefully get through the majority of the week, if not through all of the week. And uh, so um, we're going to have this ready for Tuesday. Hopefully we'll at least have one for Wednesday. Uh, we're still in the book of Matthew. If you're following along with us, and we're in Matthew chapter 8. As we're continuing down now, looking at many of um Jesus' miracles, in this case, some healing continue. We talked about that yesterday, and we'll talk again today about the healing. In verse number 5, Matthew chapter 8, verse 5, it says, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I am one, I am, I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not in his, even in Israel. Now, let's start, let's look at this passage. What, he's, what he references is another healing situation. This is a centurion. This is a soldier that comes to him asking for healing. Um, and Jesus immediately says, of course, and he's going to come to the house to heal. This is where the story of faith comes in. So the man steps up and he says, I'm a man under authority. He said, I don't understand what that, what that means. He understands authority. He says, in my place, I'm not worthy for my authority to be in my home. It was of a huge value for that. He says, I'm just not high importance enough to have someone of value, of high power in my home. So the same thing he says to Jesus, I'm not worthy that you should enter my home. Uh, you have a higher authority, you are of great importance. It's not where I'm not worthy that you should come into my home. But that's so he recognized authority. He recognized the authority of Jesus in that, which is intriguing. But here, here's where we get to more. He says, uh, just come and, uh, or just say it, just speak. Now, please understand, this is a Gentile. This is not a Jewish person. This is a centurion. This is a... Uh, um, this is somebody who, by all extents and purposes, wants nothing to do with Jesus, is watching all of this from the outside. Uh, he's probably seen enough to believe that some of this could happen. He's probably seen things that don't make sense, that defy the human logic. And so in looking at that, he says to himself, this doesn't make sense and blah, blah, blah. But he believed it. And he says, I've seen it enough. And he came with simple faith. He didn't have to understand it all. All he knew is that this Jesus could do as he'd seen it. And that's one of the things I think, you know, we, we get around other people, we encourage, we come to church, we listen to other people, we engage with other people in small groups and things of that nature. You know what we gain from that? We gain hearing how God is working in the lives of other people. Now, some would say, well, that's not fair. He's working in their heart, God life, he's not answered the prayer, My, mine or things like that. Can I tell you, God's timing is perfect. Uh, he's going to work in your life when it's his timing, when it's right. So when you sit listen to other people, it's a reminder that God does love, God does work. And that's the confidence we hold on to. That's what we need to hold on to. And may that be something that you, you hold on to as you realize that as you listen to other people, engage other people, and then allow other people to pray for you. It's important to be surrounded by that, to hear what God is doing in the lives of other people. And this man, I believe, absolutely gained faith by watching. He maybe was guarding it, maybe he was crowd control, whatever it would be, but he was able to trust and a God that, in Jesus, who may not have been a religious figure, at least in his mind, 
not have been in that in that aspect, not have been his savior at that point or whatever it would be, but he believed. And so he says, listen, Jesus says, I have not seen this kind of faith in all my time in Israel. All of the Jewish people who even believed on the Messiah and all this, I mean, he had spent time with the disciples and they, they couldn't do a lot of things. He had seen his intimate followers not able to have some of the faith that this man had. And this man came in, one, in desperate, desperate need due to the fact that a servant of his, and that shows his care for his servants, but a servant of his was sick. Instead of just moving on to another one, he came. So you see that care for his servants and he obviously seems to be a good leader. But he comes and, and he comes with faith. You don't have to come. He understood the authority. He wanted to stay that way. He says, Jesus, just speak. Just speak and my servant will be healed. That's the amount of faith he had in Jesus. And that's the kind of faith Jesus wants us to have. He said, I've not seen this kind of faith in Israel at all. And that would be the kind of faith, a faith that we don't have to have physical proof, a faith that we don't have it to be done our way, that God's going to do what he's going to do, and we just need to trust. It is a very complicated part of faith because we do have to trust in something we can't prove, we can't trust, and we can't control. Uh, what is he saying in Hebrews? That without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's what we need to have, that kind of faith. And that we can come. And when we come with that kind of faith, then God will, will work. And that's it. We, God can't, God's not pleased until we have that kind of faith. It's that kind of faith. Because what it is, is when we have that kind of faith, it's not about me anymore. And please understand, I heard a preacher say this not that long ago. It's not our faith that moves mountains. It's not our faith that brings healing. It's not our faith that moves God. It's the object of our faith that does those things. So it's not the fact that I have a lot of faith. Okay, it's the fact that I have faith in God. And it's that faith in God that moves. He moves the mountains. He brings the healing. He brings the change. That's what I look at. So I keep going. And my, it's not the amount of faith because most of us struggle with a minimal amount of faith. It's the object of our faith. It's not in my ability. It's not in my church. It's not in my prayer life. It's not, well, I'm a good enough prayer warrior, things like that. The object of my faith, and that's God. And that's who I trust in. Let's go down and read the rest of this couple of verses. We look at a um, what some would be considered a confusing passage. He said in verse 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not sound, uh, found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit with down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast in outer darkness. They'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And a servant was healed that same hour. Now, what is he talking about? in the kingdom. He said, there's going to be many who will come one day and sit in the kingdom with, uh, with the great leaders, the heroes of the faith. But there's some won't, and it simply comes down to that same faith. Faith that believes will allow you to enter kingdom. If you've not placed your faith in Jesus, you will end a place. He says, a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. He's referencing eternal punishment in the lake of fire. And he simply says that true faith will help you to be in eternity in heaven. Lack of faith will make, will make that missing. So I ask you today, have you put your faith in Jesus? Have you put your faith in Jesus where one day you will sit down with Jacob and Abraham and Isaac and Jesus in the kingdom and be able to talk about all the great things? Or are you putting your, have you not? Are you putting your faith in church or religion, things like that? And maybe because you've done that, you may not one day enter that. It's where your faith is. Is it in Jesus? Is it in you? Is it in people? Is it religion? May your faith be in Jesus and that be the source of it. Thanks again for joining us today on this Tuesday. Again, um, we're, we have, hopefully have a couple more pre-recorded for the remainder of this week. And so hopefully get enough of these done as I'll be out of the office this week. Hope you have a great remainder of your week. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And we'll look, hopefully, hopefully look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.